Hello, everyone. Happy Friday to you. This is Victoria Hill, the Public Information Officer for the City of Billings. And today we have Fire Chief Pepper Valdez with us, along with Assistant Fire Chief Matt Hopple. We'll let you guys get on camera here and say hello to the folks watching. Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. So we have a very exciting topic to hit on today. Um, a huge achievement for the Billings Fire Department. Uh, Chief Valdez, do you want to tell us what you guys have to share? Absolutely. And uh, it's pretty exciting for us. Um, it's been a labor of love of ours. It's been a lot of hard work, um, quite the endeavor to get to this point. Um, but our uh, community is benefiting from their fire service. Uh, having a rating, an, excuse me, an insurance service office rating of a two, um, one being the worst, and or excuse me, one being the best and 10 being the worst. Uh, a two is pretty high up there. We're in some pretty exclusive company. Um, and what it means is, is your fire department is uh, providing uh, some pretty darn top level service. Um, and it wouldn't have happened without the support from our community, uh, especially in the way of a public safety mill levy. Uh, as this, this is a direct result uh, from their uh, investments and their support of their public safety. Also, our elected officials, I'll give a shout out to them as well uh, with their support uh, in believing in us uh, and helping us get to uh, our intended goal. Um, essentially, uh, the ISO of two uh, puts us in the top 4% in the nation uh, when we compare ourselves to our other fire departments. Uh, and letting our community know that they're 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 getting a first class service. So yeah, excellent. And there there's the proof right there. Um, countrywide, not very many in class one and two, but the the numbers seem to get pretty big when you hit those class four, five, and sixes. So congratulations to the Billings Fire Department on that. I mean, I know you guys have um, get grip great service to the community. And um, I want to say you you guys have always been like the humble heroes of the community. Um, you, you guys aren't ones to brag, but when it comes to this ISO rating, this is definitely worth talking about and um, showing your appreciation so much. So I, I didn't realize it until I started doing my research online and seeing how well this is celebrated. I mean, firefighters will get uh, patches on their turnouts and then uh, we get some um, stickers put on the trucks and their ceremonies. It, it's a huge deal. So congratulations, guys. Very happy for you. So uh, Chief Hubble, let's now talk about um, what does this mean? We uh, Pepper kind of went over the scale of, of one to 10. Um, break this down for us. And here's another updated graph for us to see um, where the, the fire stations across Montana sit at as far as their ISO rating. Sure, I'd be happy to do that. And I really like this graphic here because uh, it obviously shows that uh, Billings is the highest ranked department mm -hmm. in the state. That's a, that's a very proud moment for us. Um, very proud in the fact that, you know, we both have a pretty long tenure with the Billings Fire Department and this is the highest rating that we've ever been in since uh, beginning our employment with this department. 20 plus years ago, 25 plus years ago, I should say. So it's 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 very exciting for us. Um, it's been, you know, there's a lot of work that's been done prior to us. And then uh, we identified some gaps that we needed to do and worked on those. And, and here we are. This is something that I honestly didn't think I could see in my career just because of the stringent process that we go through to, to get this rating. So very exciting, very exciting for us. And uh, we don't want to stop here. We want to get to that number one spot. Um, it will take some work, but uh, 
you know, our, our endeavors have not stopped at a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I believe in you guys wholeheartedly. Let's talk about some of the factors that go into achieving, um, this high rating, it's broken down. Can you run through that for us and where the Billings Fire Department is at in relation to these? Sure. Yeah. So when, it, when, when we break things down, it's about four, four areas that they look at when they come and evaluate us. Um, one of the biggest areas, obviously, the, the, where we get 50 points out of 105 is the overall emergency response of the fire department. And, and that both includes some public utility stuff, water supply, make sure we have the water we need um, to put the fires out. So we scored very high in that category. So I'd like to put a shout out to Public Works and, and the information that they provided. Um, without water, obviously we couldn't do much. So uh, that's very critical when it comes to the emergency operations part of our department. Um, the other factors that come into play when, when we talk fire department specific stuff um, you know, it's the type of apparatus that we have. It's the type of apparatus we put on the street. So, you know, obviously the investment the city has made in the vehicles that we have mm-hmm. played a significant role in this. Um, a deployment of personnel. Um, the, the mill levy allowed us to add personnel. Um, our mobile response units, which also house firefighters on them, um, was helped us put more people on the street to serve both the need that those units were for, but also to be a backup to those fire situations. So just adding the people to the street, the personnel. The investment that we put into training, training is a big one. They they obviously, we could put as many vehicles on the street as possible. We could put um, as many people on the street as possible, but if we don't have competent trained people, um, that number goes way down. So. You know, we, we, we scored high in that category as well. We, we want to continue to go up. Um, each year, um, ISO requires, a, they look at our training records and they come in and there's a minimum number of training hours that we have to put in. So we are very uh, aware of what that is. And so as we build our training program, it, it's based around that because, you know, it's a national it's a national standard that they base those numbers on. So, you know, if we can achieve that, we have competent, trained people that are going to show up at your emergency, mm-hmm. people's worst days, and know that, you know, we're going to get the job done. And so training is a big component of that. Um, other things that play into that is just, you know, how we respond, how we deploy our resources. So uh, station location is is a big one. And I know we focused on that through our mill levies. So where we put our stations, you know, we need to be with one and a half road miles from any property that we respond to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that comes into factor, you know, when we build fire stations, um, you know, as we're expanding out to the West End, obviously, you know, that's going to be our next focus um, to be able to add resources out that way. But so fire station locations that that helped us tremendously. Um, you know, we added fire station eight, which isn't open yet, and it doesn't house a fire apparatus, but it does ha- it does house personnel, so it it does help us in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the one in the Heights. Yes, right? fire yes. station eight mm-hmm. um, that okay. we are currently remodeling, like and, and will house one of our yeah. mobile response units that'll okay. run out of there. Um, and uh, while you're talking about locations, I want to pull up the. Um, 
ISO map that we have on uh, the City of Billings website. Now, keep in mind, the improved rating of a two goes into effect in May. So this, this map is, I mean, current, saying that we are a three, but this just shows um, the, the, the fire departments uh, across, or excuse me, the fire stations across the city. Um, we are a two, and we can't say the same, unfortunately, for the areas just outside of the Billings city limits. Correct. So it, it, there's two different ratings. There's a, we're obviously we're a two within that, that within the city limits. All of our taxpayers receive that rating within the city limits. But as we expand or in our fire service area, some of those people out there are considered a 10. And mm -hmm. the reason that is their distance from a fire station mm -hmm. is the biggest thing. So I talked about the 1.5 miles mini fire station within that two rating. Um, when you get into a f anywhere that has five road miles mm -hmm. to any fire station, they're automatically a 10. Mm, okay. So if you look at that, you can see that, we're, you know, we're touching on that on all of our boundaries. So mm -hmm. we have to be thinking about growth, you know, you know, which way we're going to grow. If you look at that, you can see obviously a big open area and that's where that station nine would be located. So we all know that that, you know, we're growing to the West. Um, we, we, I think we've addressed our situation in the Heights, mm -hmm. um, but growing out to the West, we need to be thinking about that. Um, because as we annex stuff in, if we don't plan for that and have that in place, you know, we could immediately go backwards on our ISO rating. So yeah, it's, it's part of our strategic plan going forward. We know it can't happen tomorrow, but it's certainly right on the front end of our radar. Mm -hmm. If I could piggyback off of that, Victoria, yeah. um, to following what Chief Hoffel just said, you know, while we are expanding out, which time and distance is our number one enemy, we have to also remember that inside our jurisdiction, or excuse me, inside the city limits, mm -hmm. we're becoming more and more dense and the calls yeah. for service mm -hmm. are increasing, which makes right. it more difficult for us to get those services further out. So we're facing a two front war, essentially. Mm -hmm. uh, and if we're not careful, we'll, we'll find ourselves behind again. Yeah. And that's where the personnel come into play. You know, if you look at those fire stations, you know, six kind of lays out there and where eight's going to be. And, but you, th but there's, there's that one way in and one way out of the Heights. So it's kind of mm -hmm. its own, own city. Obviously the, the inner belt loop will help with all that, but the more people we have to deploy those resources, because the second one thing happens, we have one fire in any of these fire stations areas, it pulls all the resources mm -hmm. from these other areas. So when you have the personnel to back that up, backfill engines, backfill our apparatus, you know, that that's, that's why personnel are so important and scored so high in this ISO rating. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you're, you're talking about personnel. Could this potentially, could this rating potentially draw in more talent? Um, I know kind of like you're climbing the ladder and you, you want to end up in um, in a career field where there's lots of opportunities. Could that do the same for the fire department if someone's looking to maybe move to a new city or apply and start off at a fire station somewhere? Well, I can speak for myself. Um, if, I, if I'm looking for a job and, I, and, and obviously you want to work for the best company, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be the fire service or any company. And this rating just shows that we're doing things we're doing the right things. And that, and that's a company that I'd want to work for. For I, I, So I think it's very attractive for any applicant that wants to go to a fire department, looks at this and says, 
they're doing a lot of good things. They're, they have a good training program. They have good resources. They have good equipment. And, you know, it's all things that play into that role, especially in a, a job market today that it's challenging to find people. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it, yes, it, it, I, I think 100% it does play into Billings being an attractive place to come and work. In our world, uh, training is a buzzword, right? And so not only does it mean that um, the community is getting top-level service, but it also means that uh, our folks' safety is Mm -hmm. a priority. Mm -hmm. And that's why the training is such a big deal as part of the ISO as well. And let's talk about now, um, you you guys say you're determined to get to number one. Um, So what does it take or what will it take from here to get to a rating of one? People and stations, that, that's, okay. that's the two areas, and it's, and it's really the deployment. Okay. There's a big number in there for deployment, how we deploy our resources. So, you know, that, that's engine companies, that's, that's alternative methods, such as we're using the mobile response units, and that dual role capacity, you know, mm-hmm. we want to we hit on what our most recent study talked about, and, that, and it's that using the appropriate resources to go to the calls. So we're using that, but at the same time, we have personnel on there that can help us with responding to fires as well. So that dual role concept that Chief Valdez um, put into play with the mobile response units, and it was actually a, uh, a recommendation from the latest CPSM study. But it, it, it's those two things. They, they wanna see that People are such an important thing. Personnel are such an important thing because with the the call volume that we're seeing in Billings, you know, it just takes one incident to pull a bunch of those people Mm -hmm. away. We need, we need Mm -hmm. a bench. It's it's just like sports. (laughs) You know, we, you don't show up at the, on the field with 11 people only to play football. Mm -hmm. You you have to consider that you need this bench because, uh, and, and that's really what it's all about. We, we don't we don't respond to one call anymore and then go mm-hmm. back home. We have multiple calls going on, and you know during the CPSM study that's identified. And same thing when ISO looks at that, mm-hmm. they look at you know what's it look like you know when you send a full complement to a fire because there's a standard that we have to follow for that. You know what do we have on the bench, and so that's why personnel is very important and station location. How far do our units have to travel? Mm-hmm. to get to these emergencies mm-hmm. and then how far do they have to travel back to the station to get back in service yeah. so that's that's why fire station locations fire stations personnel are, are some of the biggest factors when it comes into that and training mm-hmm. to follow all that right and to to finish off here i guess my last question would be um we're tying, you know, this is all about um, insurance and um, safety for the community. So, I mean, could there ever be a time when insurance companies say, sorry, your house isn't insurable because you're you're in a zone that isn't even on our scale? Absolutely. It, it, it's actually happening right now. Not in this area. Um, but insurance companies, obviously, you know, they're insuring a risk. So... Mm-hmm. If your risk is way up there that if you have a situation, you have an emergency or your assets are at risk and you don't have any way to protect those assets, Mm -hmm. we are starting to see that in the insurance industry, specifically in some of these uh, urban interface areas that live in the the wooded areas, the forested areas, that insurance companies are looking at those properties and saying they are unprotectable because of the resources that are there. So... Mm -hmm. 
you know, we have to be looking out for that. You know, insurance companies have, you know, a business to run and if the, the, taking on high risk clients, you know, ups mm -hmm. the rates for everybody else as well. So mm -hmm. it's something we have to consider. So we do empathize with the insurance companies and at the same time, we want to serve the people that the best way we can. It's not all insurance focused. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's a win-win for both. It's a win-win for the community, for all of the people that live in there, the taxpayers. And it's a win-win when people can pay lower insurance rates and, mm -hmm. and know that they're protected. Yeah, I'm all for uh, less money spent out of my wallet. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, Chiefs, thank you so much for joining us here today. We appreciate all that information. Again, congratulations. And um, we'll be back here as soon as we hit a one, right? Perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Have a great day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.